0: Uh, right so Rosie if you've got the music ready to go we will start the show <laughs> Ladies
1: and gentlemen, please welcome your <laughs>
0: Welcome to The Nerd Degree, uh, all at sea, episode 92 of The Nerd Degree. That's how long we've been doing this now. We're all very old. Um, (laughs) My (laughs) name is Ben Allen. I'm a non-amphibious life form, and I will be your captain on this voyage through all things oceanic, from fish to other types of fish. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's all that's in the ocean. Just just fish. Uh, I'm joined by two teams prepared for naval battle on the high seas, uh, ready to go? With each other, hammer and tongs to determine who is the nerdiest wit and the wittiest nerd. I'm also joined by my first mate, Jeff Clark. How are you, Jeff?
2: I'm good, thank you, Captain Ben. Uh, Ahoy! Oh goodness, this is what we're going
0: with. It.
1: Yes, I've, <laughs> I've chosen
2: my character and I'll commit to it through the entirety of the show. Good, so... Uh, first mate... <laughs> first mate Jeff will be running a,
0: uh, his seasoned nautical eye over the... Eye! Uh, yes. Over the scoring uh, this evening of the two teams. Uh, teams, uh, I'd like you to uh, introduce yourselves, tell us the team name, and I would also like to know your favourite thing about the ocean, starting with the team on my right, go.
3: Kia ora, my name is Brendan Bennett and my favourite thing about the ocean, I think, I think jellyfish, I just, it's just nice to think about them sometimes, <laughs> you know, the way they float along, they're different colours.
0: Jellyfish. We have a very simple life, <laughs> <laughs> thinking about
1: jellyfish.
4: Uh, kia ora, I'm Laura Borrowdale, and I think my favourite thing about sea is sea hair. Um, I've got quite fine hair, and I really love it when I get out of the ocean and it's all a little bit salty and a little bit sandy and kind of beady looking. Okay, mm.
0: cool. And guys, what will your team be called
3: tonight? Uh, we will be called the Great Pacific Garbage Patch Kids. <laughs> Give a big
0: hand to the Great Pacific Garbage Patch Kids! <laughs>
5: And now the team, over to my left. Hello, my name is Andrew Todd. Um, uh, I I'm, uh, I'm am a writer and a script consultant and an editor, and my favourite thing about the sea is that I do not have to live in it. I am quite happy to respect and admire the ocean while also fearing and detesting everything about it.
0: Okay. It's going to be an interesting perspective for nice ocean-themed show.
6: Yeah. Um, My name's Kathleen um, and I consider myself quite an amphibious creature. and um my favorite thing about I can't pick one. My favorite thing is when you see things that shouldn't be in the sea, that are in the sea. Like people. Like, no, like, <laughs> no, no, like like other creatures. Like, um, like when you see like a deer swimming in the sea, you're like, what the fuck are you doing out there? Um I just I, right, I, have you I, seen a
0: deer swimming in
6: the oh sea? Oh my god, so many times. Oh. Like, <laughs> like, I like so many times. Really? Yes, absolutely. Really? Like my uncles had to like help them get out of the sea because it's like Did they got fall homes, in? Mate? no they go for a swim <laughs> no. you think I'm making this up go to the Marlborough Sounds and like wait to see you hear you hear you go to the Marlborough Sounds and late at night you will hear in the bush you'll just hear <laughs> oh, and it's all these horny moose. No, what are they called? Moose
1: dears. now. No, they're
6: stags. <laughs> and, yeah. and and they're all like they just they just have sex all night and then like if you it's go are right all day. And they swim all day. And it's the coolest thing. Watching things that shouldn't be swimming, like in the ocean swimming. It's We've like. Mm. We've
0: already learned something. We've already learned something tonight. Guys, uh, what will your team oh, be? Yeah. Your, your, What will your team be called?
6: We Let's are the white whales! Give a hand oh. to the white whales! Yeah.
0: Uh, now we're going into the first round, which is always a nerd question, but before we do that i decided that how we would determine uh, who's going to start, get the first question, and I would like uh, each team to tell me if we evenly distributed the amount of gold contained in the sea to everyone on earth, how much gold would you get?
1: <laughs>
0: Closest answer is going to get to go first, so uh, white whales, have you got an answer for like how much gold do you think we'd get from the ocean each?
5: So this this is, like, gold that is in the, the, no, the sea,
0: rocks the sea, or the treasure no, chests? No, or... the sea is full of gold. in, in the you know, sunken, sunken, sunken treasure treas, chest. Treas. The treas. ocean's bounty! Okay.
6: <laughs> yes. So not so much mining, more like...
0: It, it's just, actually literally in seawater. Um, uh, that one study i say if you're
6: panning so, for it
0: Like a study <laughs> found panning there's panning about the one gram of gold for every 100 million metric tons of Co- ocean water don't go either I can't do long division. Yeah. it's multiplication
1: oh okay. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> so if we took all of that gold from the ocean and we gave it out to the 7.753 billion people on earth <laughs> you'd all get your share of ocean gold how much would you get?
5: white whales, tell me uh, a guess I'm a, I'm going to say like 75 cents.
6: Oh 75. my god, I was going to go for like half an ounce. Like, do you know what I mean? Like measure uh, like it. You, what you're planning
2: to, to, you to do after boy? the show is up to you, Kathleen. <laughs> wait, so you're talking about weight? I, I want to wait.
5: By
6: I weight. Wait. I wait. How,
2: how
5: much does 75 cents
6: weigh? <laughs> or, um, we're going to go for a, a half a gram.
5: Half a gram? <laughs> yeah. Uh, garbage patch, kids?
4: Oh, I was going to go with like a 30th of a doubloon. Yeah, a doubloon. Just oh, just on yeah.
0: that, <laughs> that. measurement. I'd um, it's like determining who is more correct here. It's very difficult.
4: <laughs> um,
0: I might give it to White Whales because they actually gave a mission. We all get <laughs> <laughs> we all get it's two point five seven nine kilos of what? gold from the ocean. Because that and how is this what Jacinda's
6: rolling out of the budget? That that's how big
5: the ocean is. It's just distributed over three months.
0: Um,
3: okay. yeah. Just so what, remember that every doubloon is like. Thirty
0: kilos. Yeah. Nice. So, right. Well, the world's oceans are estimated to contain one point three seven billion cubic kilometers of water. So oh, yeah, there go. So that your two point five seven nine kilos uh, would be worth about two hundred and thirty eight thousand New Zealand dollars. Uh, which if you compare and contrast with two point five seven nine kilos of pajoas at pack and save <laughs> twenty dollars sixty. So you do a lot better with the gold. Uh, so Okay.
5: So but wouldn't the value of the gold drop precipitously? It would Well, that's Very, the thing. I
0: know when what everyone has their right? two points uh, yeah. five point seven nine kilos of gold, yeah, it would go down mm. pretty much, but never mind. Uh, so what well you can answer the first question in the nerd question round, which is What's the best thing you could have done with a boogie board 5.33 million years ago? (laughs) (laughs) Wait,
5: Um, 5.33... 5.33 million years ago.
6: Um... um,
5: is, like, surface huge-ass tsunami from, like, a big volcanic eruption? You're
0: not a million miles away. Uh, <laughs> not looking for a
5: volcanic eruption as such, but yeah, the yeah, volcanic, a big, like, uh, section way. inwards.
0: Garbage Patch, do you have, guys, any idea about this 5.3, what you've done with your boogie
3: board? What were you doing 5.3 million years ago? <laughs> is right, I 5.3. don't know, I can't 3. remember. 5.3. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not 5.3 too. If
4: it's a tsunami, but it's not a, a volcanic one, is it plate? Shifting land mass. Very, yeah, moving. okay. Well, I think... We can we give
2: a few points for each team? Here,
0: All right. Jeff, they're, yeah. on the, they're on the right track. Uh, what we're talking about is taking your uh, boogie board down to the Zanklian Deluge. Uh, oh! This one does. Which, um, uh, 5.3... Brendan's making noises like he knows. <laughs> do, do, do you know... I know think I did read... Stages?
3: Was this when the Mediterranean emptied out?
0: It, it, well, yeah, so the Mediterranean Sea was uh, <coughs> empty, uh, basically, and then uh, it opened up uh, nobody's quite sure how but it opened up at the Straits of Gibraltar and mm. the Atlantic Ocean refilled the Mediterranean Sea through a very narrow uh, uh, sort of channel um, people are debating whether this happened all at once or over a long period of time but the, 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 what they call the catastrophic uh, model is that something uh, broke and the, the Atlantic poured into the Mediterranean at the rate of 100 million <coughs> cubic metres per second wow. Uh, about a thousand times larger than the discharge of the Amazon River. Mm. And this refilled the Mediterranean uh, uh, in as little as a few months, uh, raising the sea level by 10 metres a day. Uh, it was going up, if you can imagine, a very large amount. And when I was reading about this, uh, there's, a, there's a picture here, Rosie, where I, ch- I, I was very upset when I saw this uh, video at the end. I thought it like, was going to be really good, but sadly... Uh, no, there was no video of the of the deluge. <laughs> and that's the right? warning we've received that is about to happen again. <laughs> that's right. Um, so yes, um, your boogie board would have I no. You would have died uh, very <laughs> very quickly. Uh, so and yeah, it refilled the Mediterranean with. Uh, to the picturesque, uh, thing that we note as Is there no actual video? Is there just no, text no that video. says video? But we do have a picture of the Mediterranean just to show you how nice it is Uh... Where's the Mediterranean? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, there it is Ah! Oh. And it also refilled all those, uh, picturesque Italian villages <laughs> at the same... the same time Okay So, a few points there Yes um, Garbage Patch Kids Why did the first Japanese people to set foot in California hate soybeans?
3: Now, this obviously has something to do with the, the ocean, ocean. <laughs> mm. because maybe it was all they ate on the entire journey.
1: The Very good,
0: Brendan. Okay. Mm. 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 Yep, you can you can have you can have some points there. Can you narrow this down a little bit though? What were they doing? Tofu. A tofu. No, it was soybeans. <gasps> um, <gasps>
6: Kathleen. <laughs> Kathleen. Were they making miso? <laughs> making miso, maybe. From soybeans, is
0: not it? uh this this uh happened uh in the Edo period about two hundred years ago mm. uh when a uh Japanese crew of about fourteen men were were taking um uh they set out in october th- eighteen thirteen to take a big old load of soybeans to uh tokyo <laughs> uh when they were,
3: this is a big detour yeah mm. and they were caught
0: in a massive storm ah uh,
2: uh, it was meant to be a three hour
0: tour yes. Uh, uh, ...which damaged their mast and set them adrift. And very quickly they ate all the food and water they bought brought with them. Uh-huh. And so they only had the soybeans that they were transporting. Um, uh, after several months, members of the crew began suffering from scurvy... ...and mm. dying off one at a time. And they drifted uh, 8,000 uh, 8, kilometres... ...over 484 days... Uh, ...which is still a world record... <laughs> all the way to the other side of the Pacific and I think uh, Rosie has a picture of this this is how far they went oh. basically oh my across the Pacific island when they got there um, only two of them were left alive and uh, then oh three three were left alive uh, they were all taken back to Japan and one of the guys died on the return voyage <laughs> oh like, what a letdown But yeah, so that that is the longest anyone has ever been lost at sea. A year and a bit. Well, they were rescued by a a Californian uh, boat, uh, an American boat that took them, and they had major language difficulties, basically, because nobody had. This was back in the day when Japan was very isolationist, and nobody had really gone outside of it. Uh, It was that long ago that California was not yet part of the United States. Mm. Um, Oh. uh, Does anyone know the, the record for longest solo survival at sea? How many days, by yourself in a boat? Oh,
1: more than um,
5: two. More than two. It is more than two. I'm gonna guess. Um, I, I know. I know Tom Hanks survived <laughs> for. Uh... No, there was two there. Oh shit! He wasn't yeah. alone.
0: He was wasn't he? Alone. He
6: had Wilson.
5: Oh. He had Wilson. He did
0: have Wilson. Um, uh, this guy did have somebody uh, with him to start with. Who oh, <laughs> <a> don't <dark laughs> turn He it did th- have with, <laughs> who who gave up and stopped eating after about four months.
5: They stopped eating. Yeah, Jose uh, <laughs> okay. Jose
0: Salvador Elvaringa. His journey was uh ten thousand eight hundred kilometres, which is pretty close to once around the moon mm. uh, which is ten thousand nine hundred kilometers. So yeah, so he was out there four hundred and thirty four days and was blown basically from Mexico to the Marshall Islands again right across the Pacific How Um, did he survive? uh, Surviving on rainwater, catching sea animals like fish, turtles and birds Mm. And then later his friend uh, (laughs) Then his (laughs) companion uh, uh, died and he contemplated suicide himself for about three or four days he said but somehow found the will to keep (laughs) going. (laughs) So does anyone know what we're talking about this? Does anyone know what we're talking about when we uh, refer to the custom of the sea.
3: Yeah, so this is when it's like if you're in a, in a lifeboat, right, um, you are allowed to eat the other people on the boat so long as it's decided in a fair way.
1: Yeah, so
0: um, and, um, there's, a, there's a picture here, Rosie, I think, uh, the famous Monty <laughs> the sketch, the custom of the sea, where the waitress eventually uh, comes out. So the, probably the, the, the custom of sea is said to be one perhaps by officers and crew of ships, as a part uh, on the open sea as opposed to maritime law and the most notable one is the practice of cannibalism among shipwreck survivors uh you can have some points for that, Brendan. Um, mm-hmm. So, so do you know more about where the, the law comes into this? About well, it's not an I,
3: actual like it's not an actual law. It's just a kind of guideline. It's <laughs> more of a, it's of a guideline.
0: It's more of a tradition. It's mo-
3: more of a, a <laughs> tradition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it's more of a desperate defence by someone caught, <laughs> like mopping their lips with their napkin uh, as the rescue ship arrives. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So, so famously, uh, the custom of the sea, uh, there, there was a leading criminal case uh, called Regina versus. Dudley and Stevens, uh, which is taught to every legal student in England and Wales, and this is <laughs> specifically
2: England and Wales.
0: Yes, yes, and not uh, Ireland or the Scottish. This was the case where uh, Dudley and Stevens were shipwrecked along with two other men, and when one of them fell into a coma, they immediately <laughs> decided to kill him for food. <laughs> um, he he was the cabin boy, so mm. he sort of. And then they were rescued three days later. Oh, oh dear. Um, unfortunately. But so so uh, this case established that necessity is not a defence to the charge of murder. Mm. So it's an ongoing uh, legal uh, precedent. The, their ship was called the Mignonette. Does anyone know what Mignonette is?
6: Little Mignon. Yeah, like yes. a filet
0: mignon. Little, it, little slice of meat. It's also a sauce. ...used typically for seafood.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Ironic!
0: Um,
1: yes. Yes,
2: mm. uh, yeah, so a few points there, I think.
1: Oh, yes, I'll uh, assign some.
2: Yeah. And I'd just like everyone here to know, I would eat any one of you in a heartbeat.
3: Aww. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff.
2: You're welcome. Nice. Um... I wonder what bit. Okay, why,
4: why you <laughs> <laughs> are we to <are> we... <laughs> start, Yeah.
2: I like to keep my mystique <laughs> and my options open.
4: <laughs> we're eating Geoff, are As soon as he goes into coma, Kathleen, we're... <laughs> right.
6: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, okay, Whitewiles, why, why might a pleasant recreational swim in Spanish waters take us to the next stage of human development?
6: To the next stage of human
5: development? Yes. Uh, it's, it's because uh, we... the. The sea life there is just so smoking hot. We can't help but breed with it.
6: Oh yeah. I'm
0: actually gonna give you some points. <laughs> <laughs> You're almost—it's like in the, in the ballpark. <laughs> A little bit in the ballpark.
5: Um, it's just those
3: sexy crabs. Um... <laughs> Are the what? fish radioactive? Do, the f- do people get bitten by them and gain it, superpowers?
0: Uh, no, well they have but
3: maybe. Brandy, you can almost have some points here as well. I can um, almost have some I points. I <laughs> almost added <started>. them. So <laughs> yeah, if you could write to, uh, but then stop. At <laughs> right.
0: um, so what we're talking about here is the fishman of Leganus. Here mm-hmm. he is. There's the fishman. Doesn't yeah, look much th- like a fish. There's the statue. The, the one thing you will see if you like, sorry, podcast people, you won't see this, but you can Google the image afterwards. You see he's got webbed. Webbed hair. Oh, he does too. Like, so I thought it was just a lazy sculptor. Me too. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> very poor work. Um, so, uh, The Fishman is a, a story uh, that is told in, in this part of Spain about a, a man who went uh, missing at sea uh, in northern Spain, and then um, five years later in southern Spain, um, some fishermen basically caught a kind of strange man like creature in their net. And uh, he, he was, the, the man who had gone missing was from the town of Leganus. Mm. And um, so this fisherman um, tricked this uh, fish man to coming over with loaves of bread, uh, whereby they, they caught him. And uh, he, was, he was a young man of white skin and thin red hair with some fish-like signs, mm. uh, such as a strip <laughs> of scales from his throat to his stomach, uh, another down his spine, and what seemingly were gills. And they took the fishman to the convent where they tried to exorcise him, uh, because it was back in the day. Nothing, nothing really happened, but all he would say was, "Leganes." and uh, so a friar volunteered to take him to the village of Leaganes, where the fishman led the friar to his mother's house. And his mother said, this is my son, who just died mm. five years ago in the ocean, and has now come back as a, a fishman. Raised wow. by fish. Raised Aye. by fish. He was named Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> He was left to live with his family. He would always walk around barefoot and uh, in, in the nude, which was probably a little bit challenging in uh, 1679. Um, <laughs> never really talked. Was re, you know could put to simple uh, tasks with enthusiasm. And after nine years living back with his mother again, he went to see to swim and was never seen again. Mm. So, so he could still be out. He could still be hey. out there swimming right now. He, I mean, he'd be like 350 years old. Yeah, or, but there's but, there's like sharks that are that old. Yeah.
4: That's maybe right. he's just been breeding, you know, for that, next, that yeah. next step. Yeah,
0: so that so that tale came to us, that we know it because uh was uh, recorded by this monk who was kind of in, led the Spanish Age of Enlightenment, and he was all about dispelling uh, myths and superstition. <laughs> <laughs> What's and, all about it? No, and he talked to all the people that like, were still alive, and, read all the, and he was just like, Fishman is facts.
1: Fishman is facts, <laughs> man. Mm. That's what it
0: is. So maybe Fishman is still out there, but they... He's still celebrated in Legatus. Mm. Yeah, so radioactive, you know, having, you know, breeding with fish, you were almost, I think... Was quality, I? Or, like, or maybe we did. Yeah, b- how would
3: that explain him yes. getting lost at sea, he breathes uh, with a fish and... And then, then he transforms. He gets he the qualities... It's like you like know when you get into a relationship fish, with someone, you sort of start oh, to you you start, start to like, like
5: you know like ad- adopt each other's mannerisms. Yeah. and all that.
0: scales. Yeah, mm. gills.
5: Fish man, he's out there, I believe.
0: How did
3: pineapple kill ten people in nineteen
1: twenty-seven? <laughs> <laughs> mm.
3: Well, we I mean we know that like a pineapple, the, the like acid in the pineapple, right? When oh, it you eat it, it's it's. Bleed. you yeah, start yeah, bleeding yeah. from the
0: corner of your mouth? Mm. Yeah, like so, like like a really bad case no.
3: okay. people just ate too much pineapple and just evaporated
4: or maybe they were transporting the pineapple across the ocean and they, they fell into a vat of pineapple and just like yeah, and they were like oh I've only we had soybeans we yes exactly yeah. <laughs> yes. so wait they were
0: transporting the pineapple across the ocean and they fell into a vat of <laughs> pineapple Okay. Well, life on like the
4: dole sol- is like no life sol- at all Like maybe it was the customers
3: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, they, were, they drew lots And the, the pineapple Through <laughs> the short store And so they ate the pineapple Jeff, you can give yourself a point though, I I'm will Almost
0: stumbling on the answer <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Making a terrible joke uh, About about Dole pineapple ID. Um, Guys, do you have any ideas over here? Or? Well,
5: I mean, we all know Who lives in a pineapple under the sea yeah. The question that we need to ask ourselves Is who died in a pineapple under the <laughs> sea? And uh, clearly it was those people. It was people. <laughs> it was the same people. Um, Presumably some sort of animated uh, calamity befell them. And it in was 1927. Probably, he, there was animation in 1927.
0: Okay. Mm. Um, I'd love to see, <laughs> I would love to see that 1927 animation with pineapple murder. But uh, no, we'll see, Jeff's done a lot of before. Um, oh. James Dole. Uh, <laughs> uh, here he is. Uh, he dubs himself the Pineapple King. Uh, now, see, so he. He was an industrialist and uh, asshole uh, <laughs> who, who accorded the pineapple market in Hawaii in the early years of the 20th century. It's 75% of all pineapple produced in the 20th century came from Dole's uh, pineapple mm. plantations. So um, he, was, he was busy growing his pineapple business and uh, according to the market and he wanted air transport to Hawaii to grow his business. And so in 1927, inspired by Charles Lindbergh's uh, Atlantic flight, Uh, he sponsored this air race from Oakland, California uh, 3,870 kilometres to Honolulu, Hawaii and it was an absolute debacle because it was 1927 Mm. and aeroplanes were not very good Um, of 15 confirmed entrants uh, two were disqualified two withdrew three aircraft crashed on their way to the start of the race (laughs) resulting in three deaths uh, before the race even started, eight aircraft eventually participated in the start. Two crashed on takeoff. Two were forced to return to repairs. Two vanished over the Pacific Ocean and were never seen again. While they were looking for the people that uh, vanished, no, stop. One of the planes that had turned back was like repaired itself. Was like, oh, I'll join the search. Flew out to f- try and find them over the Pacific. Disappeared over the Pacific. <laughs> Uh, so, all in all, uh, six airplanes were destroyed, ten lives were lost.
3: But then, in a monastery, pineapple men started turning yes, up. Yes, yes. <laughs> um,
0: so, so, um, so, the adult the air race was a bit of a debacle. Uh, the guy that came second, because only two airplanes arrived in Hawaii, Martin Jensen. Flew from Oakland to Hawaii ten feet above sea level the whole oh, way. Oh, because every time he went up in the air, like his plane went to a toil <laughs> So it was like an only go oh ten God. to sort of fifty feet a whole time. He he so he not he uh, immediately returned to the States and announced a new flight that he was going to undertake. Can anyone guess what this particular flight was gonna do? It was a it was a stunt. I'll give you a clue. Uh, there's a picture here, and we'll put it up.
2: Uh, Rosie, we got this. There it is. <gasps> oh, um, <laughs> it says MGM Lion. Was he flying with lions? Um, yeah. No. And uh, so I,
5: I, so the. Um, I can't remember exactly what the goal of it was, but they crashed. Yes. And the lion basically, like, nearly starved to death. Yes. And they, and, and they eventually went and rescued the lion. Very if I
6: remember,
5: good. What well, was the lion driving the lion?
0: They the um, didn't have a bunch of points. It was... So, some, so, so it was MGM... It was the stuff. MGM lion. You remember the MGM studio lion that roars at the Ooh. start? And MGM owned a lion for many of those years. Was it that were like, lion? Uh, yes. MGM would go, oh. we're going to fly this from Los Angeles to New York. And again, it's 1927, and they literally just had to build a lion cage into the fugilage of the plane, as you can see here. And yeah, and then they crashed into the side of a mountain. (laughs) Did they
3: forget to, like, put a door between the (laughs) the, (laughs) the cage and the cockpit? Yeah,
0: pretty (laughs) close. So, Jensen climbed out, the lion was there. He left it some sandwiches, (laughs) and he went down and found... But the lion survived, and it went Mm. on to um, uh, have a pretty good career as the MGM lion. So the He th-
3: used to perform the intros to those movies live. It was amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I won't film him. So the, the people that disappeared in the Dolph Air Race are of course just one of many hundreds and thousands of uh, people that have disappeared at sea. Mm. Can anyone get some points if they would tell me what was uh, a particularly banned proficient to have in 1968? In general. In general. <laughs> well, yeah, like maybe. Anymore. maybe. This is to do with vanishing at sea. Sailor. <laughs> can you be a little bit more specific perhaps of the sailors
3: uh, un- unskilled sailor. Oh. <laughs> sailor that doesn't know I'll give him know. a point for that uh-huh. um,
0: yeah 1968 was a particularly bad year to be a submariner mm. Mm. no fewer than four submarines each from a different country but possibly more than four no fewer than four <laughs> uh, were lost with all hands within a period of five months in 1968 one from Israel one from France, one from the USSR, and one from the United States. The Soviet one, which I think we have a picture of, uh, K-129, is a particularly interesting one because there are all kinds of cool conspiracy theories about it. Uh, is this
3: the one where they got, like, Howard Hughes to... Yes, <laughs> yes.
0: So the the submarine went down. Brennan can have some points for that. Yeah.
3: Right, tell us a bit more about it. Well, the, the Americans wanted to, like, find the submarine so they could look at it, but they didn't want people to know that they were looking for it, so... They got Howard Hughes to send out a boat Exactly and, uh, right. As a kind of the
0: CIA, the CIA persuaded Howard Hughes to use his deep sea mining company as a front mm. Uh, mm. to go and find the submarine. So in 1974, they successfully recovered one third of the submarine and we still don't know what they found because it's all classified.
3: Isn't that, um, that, that was also the first use of the phrase, we can neither confirm nor deny. We can neither confirm nor deny. The CIA were asked about whether they'd recovered the submarine. That's what they they invented this phrase.
5: Man, you just know that whenever that gets adapted into a movie, there'd be this whole scene where they're like, Oh, we need to we need something to say that like that like, you know, we we're cause we can't deny it, but like we don't But we
3: don't wanna it. confirm it. We don't wanna
5: <laughs> confirm it either. How do we, how do we phrase it? And then somebody like the camera like pushes in on someone We can neither confirm nor deny the reports and it's the music music swells and then then they they all sing bohemian rhapsody or something um yeah so a lot
0: of the the unofficial opinion of many uh former soviet navy officers is that submarine sunk when it collided with an american submarine that was tailored Mm. and there was a u.s uh submarine that put in for repairs uh for a collision very shortly afterwards um yeah so uh it's interesting um well done Bruno. We could give uh, Brenda a round of applause here. Oh, killing it. Oh, can... oh. Multiple points here. Uh, Garbage Patch Kids, why does Wonderland haunt so many nightmares? <laughs> I
3: mean, it's because it's freaky. It is it's freaky. Like,
4: mm. Nightmarish itself.
3: Okay. The, remember the ocean. The ocean. You to uh, the ocean
0: is ocean a theme.
4: Wonderland. Okay, the well, okay. On the beach where the... The little... Guy.
3: Yes, and... Oh, the dodo. Um, I'm yes. to, I'm yep. to, so, your body is a wonderland, and the ocean <laughs> oh is a...
6: It's not the nightmare I was water. thinking It's of, a body yes, of water.
3: And so, the body of water is a wonderland. And uh, what do you know points? We'll, we'll <laughs> point. uh, no points. <laughs> right.
0: Good, yeah, good logic... Could just two weeks. Stepping through, I like. We went on the journey. I feel. Guys, <laughs> do you have any, any idea about? Uh, I, I can provide a hint. There. We're talking about one. I would
1: well, like it seems, a provider. Okay, we're, seems... we're talking about one land.
0: Talking about one land, New South Wales. Oh, oh
1: yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Australia.
0: Yeah. So I mean, no oh, wait, what?
5: <gasps> Victoria.
1: <laughs> oh, Victoria still not not. Ah, still um, Australia.
5: Because like Wonderland, the phrase seems to be at odds with this oceanic theme. Because Wonderland, yep. by definition, is a land. It's a land. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it haunts nightmares because.
6: No, I think it's like I think it's like Wonderland, but the W is in brackets, and the under is U N, so it's like <laughs> Underland, and it's uh-huh. talking about the bottom of the sea, and it's a yes. scary
5: place. It, it, yes, it is that. Fair
6: final enough. answer. That's the final mm. answer, lock no
5: it
3: points. No, no points. No points there either. <laughs> Was it a, some kind of ill-fated, like, water park?
2: Brennan can have a little bit of a point. Oh,
0: a little a bit, bit of a point.
3: I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: sorry. did a point to <laughs> him. we doling th- out <laughs> points. Just a little
2: bit of a point. Does it complete so the almost point he received? Before? Almost point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a point right now. Yeah. Oh, it grew up.
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh,
0: okay, alright. So uh, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't really, couldn't really do the ocean theme show without talking about sharks in some fashion, mm-hmm. and I came across the story uh, of Rosie the shark. And uh, Rosie was a, of okay, so pictured here. Look at this hey, image here, smiling for the camera. Yeah. So um, Rosie was a five metre great white shark who was killed after becoming caught in tuna fishing nets oh. in 1998, and she was purchased by a theme park in Victoria. Wildlife Wonderland. who decided they would preserve her in a formaldehyde solution in a custom-built.
6: Why? She's not a colossal squid. Yeah, but in
0: 2012, okay, the park was 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 assessed by authorities in Australia as being hopelessly uh, run, and it was forced to shut down. And then six years later, this guy uh, who was an urban explorer uh, went uh, (laughs) delving through the abandoned park.
1: Oh and God. came
0: across no. a shark. And she was and alive! It, and if you see the video, this is what this is a still oh, from the geez. video. and The video is oh, genuinely yeah. creepy. Like, this five minute shark was floating in a creepy abandoned wildlife park in the middle oh. of the. So, this is a still from the video. Um, both the pic and the vid went pretty viral, uh, which led to a lot more people going to the park to try and see this freaky shark in a tank, in an abandoned park. Uh, and it was rescued by a non-abandoned wildlife park, uh, elsewhere in Victoria, uh, called Crystal World Exhibition Centre.
3: They've returned it well, to the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, they
0: decided that the shark was a very um, special uh, specimen and they had to uh, rescue it, so they transported the whole thing. They flushed out the formaldehyde, which was a problem because it's uh, carcinogenic, and all the vandals were possibly getting cancer from coming to v- visit the shark. Um, and they decided they would fill the tank up with 19,500 litres of glycerol Instead, <laughs> oh no! Uh, but that was costing a lot of money, and so they only filled it up a little bit at, at a time, and parts of the oh, shark were no. still exposed, oh which no! Which meant that somebody had to get into the tank to inject uh. the still exposed parts of Rosie the shark to preserve them. So there's a picture here
1: oh, uh, that I'm gonna there. Oh, 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 hi. Hi. Rosie. There it <laughs> is.
2: <laughs> so this is.
1: It's right. like a scene from Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs>
0: I downloaded this image to my mum's computer and the, the antivirus that? thing popped up and said no threat detected in this file. I said, fuck off.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there's Rosie the shark. She's, uh, yeah, she's still good. And, uh, but that's what that looked like. We can so move that slide on any yeah. time.
3: <laughs> Let's move
0: it to go to a merciful black, yeah. Okay, so does anyone know what the fear of sharks is, is called?
5: Rational. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I know what a more broadly speaking fear is. Well, we, we'll get to that.
0: So, <laughs> so uh, gale- galeophobia suffers from this phobia, experiencing anxiety, even though they may be safe in a boat, or in an aquarium, or on a beach, or in an abandoned wildlife. <laughs> um, so, I've got a few um, ocean-related fears I can list. you can get a point, at anyone that can tell me, if you can guess.
5: Can we get points if we have them?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, first, does anyone know what fear of the sea itself is called?
4: You've got this, Andrew. Come on. Andrew's got No, no, I've got yeah. one. I'm, I'm, the the one that a- I know phobia. is, is thalassophobia.
0: Thalassophobia, very good. Yeah. Give Andrew a hey. round of applause, everybody. Yeah! yeah. 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 Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Are you Are you triggered by this image? I literally am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You may have thalassophobia. Uh, the persistent and intense fear of deep bodies of water. Does anybody know what uh, ostraconophobia is?
6: Fear of sand?
0: Not quite. Fear of shells? Fear of, fear, of of fear of shellfish? Shellfish. I can't believe. a point for that. Climophobia?
3: Chyma chymophobia. Chima-chima. Fear of chameleons. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
0: no. Chima is
5: just chymo. Chymophobia. Um, fear, fear of whales?
3: No.
1: Dolphins? A-
5: abysses. <laughs> uh, waves. Fear of oh, waves.
0: Fear yeah. of waves. That's a good one. Uh, submechanophobia. Fear of underwater machinery? Give Andrew a round of applause there. <laughs> pretty clear. Woo!
1: Uh, so, phobia is
0: fear of partially or fully submerged man made objects. It is
1: quite Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's creepy.
6: Does
0: anyone know what uh, chapodophobia is? C H uh, A P O D I phobia.
3: Fear of movies. Uh, f- fear
5: of tentacles. <laughs> Oh. Like tentacled Fairy creatures? Fear of octopuses. Andrews oh. are fine. Andrews
2: nice. oh. know all... Octopi.
5: octopi. I know all about being fucking terrified <laughs> to <about> see. <laughs> <it. laughs>
0: uh, does anyone know what uh, phycophobia is? Is that what a... Fear is of plankton? Seaweed. Well done. Oh. Uh, Brenda. is. Fear oh. of seaweed and kelp in open waters. And
5: phycus? <laughs> um, it just sounded plant-like, I don't know.
0: Phycophobia is very good. Uh, Megalohydrophilacophobia.
5: Does uh, anyone know what that is? Fear of big animals, under, underwater creatures? Fear of
0: large underwater creatures or objects. I'm not oh. even oh. looking. <laughs> 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 I'm not <laughs> even <laughs>
5: looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't even look at it is that anymore. It's a, um, a perisk? It's still there.
1: Yeah.
5: I can...
4: Is it an iceberg? <laughs> yeah, but it's
5: just a. For
1: scale. for scale!
4: For scale! <laughs> for scale. <laughs> yeah, it's an iceberg for
0: scale. For and uh, finally, good. does anyone know it's what... Not... Uh, does anyone know, know what gnomophobia is? <laughs> <laughs> E N-O-M-O
5: phobia.
6: Fear of people without facial hair. <laughs>
5: <laughs> is it, is anyway. it a f- I don't know why I'm thinking this, but is it the fear of like, the way things sound underwater? <laughs> nomophobia is fear of being
0: out of mobile phone contact. No mo. No mo. Is that
6: serious? No mo.
0: It's because everybody's turned their phones off tonight. have a little bit of nomophobia. Right, now, well, that was pretty good. Andrew's very scared of the ocean. That's what we've learned. He's scared of everything in it. Lots of points there. Aye, uh, aye, indeed. Okay.
5: Finally, finally yeah. uh, pays off.
0: Um, Garbage <laughs> Pants, the next question is for you. Are there any problems we just can't solve with killer robots? No. <laughs> correct, killer robots. It's not correct because I have got an example that, uh, of something that we cannot. Uh. So,
3: is that what you want? You want something that can't be solved? We can't we solve it with killer robots. killer robots.
0: We can't, we tried killer robots and it just hasn't worked. Um, the Algal
5: blooms.
6: Not
0: far away. The the blooms. Per, um, blooms.
6: Rubbish blooms. Yeah.
0: Not rubbish yeah. blooms. Um, um, coral
6: bleaching.
0: Not coral bleaching. <laughs> <laughs> just blah blah blah. Yeah, actually, you,
6: <laughs> you behave now. <laughs> yeah.
0: okay. Killer robots uh, Brendan's favourite thing in jellyfish. Those, you know, jellyfish Jellyfish blooms We tried killer robots uh, <laughs> This is a uh, Jellyfish plagues are A major problem Jellyfish uh, Growing massively In numbers Because of uh, Climate change And all of the damage We're doing to the oceans uh, They are Going very well And they keep Shutting down nuclear power plants Um, because of the sea intake valves for cooling become clogged with just these massive amounts of jellyfish that are sucked in. There's one plant in Scotland that's been shut down multiple times uh, at the cost of 1.5 million pounds per day or something by by jellyfish. Uh, The the US aircraft carrier, the uh, USS Ronald Reagan, uh, was forced into an emergency shutdown of its nuclear reactor in Brisbane because its intake was similarly clogged with 860 kilos of jellyfish. Wow. <laughs> so researchers in Korea in 2013 thought we'd solve this problem with uh, killer robots. Now, we've got a picture of the killer robot uh, here. There it is.
5: Oh, it looks friendly. doesn't look that killer.
0: It looks pretty cute. This is uh, this
5: is Giros,
0: which is uh, uh, the jellyfish. Is that uh, a Star Trek yeah. species? Uh, I'm going to make sure I've got this... Um, uh, jellyfish elimination robotic swarm, and the idea of of uh, would it would uh, sail around. You see that camera on the top there. Mm-hmm. Spot a jellyfish, uh, go over, call its friends over, and uh, it would start scooping the jellyfish and and chopping them to pieces. With a, <laughs> oh a propeller, oh, um, and it could it could chop through about six thousand jellyfish per hour. <coughs> um, but there were some problems with the scheme. Uh, hard to believe, I know, but can anyone foresee the problems of chopping up all these jellyfish? <laughs> maybe other things get chopped up? Well, yeah, maybe. Um, well,
6: also, you're just like... Is it just chopping it up and then putting it back in the ocean? Yeah. Yes. You just got sludge.
3: That's right, so... Or a jellyfish like
0: worms jelly.
6: and, like every piece
3: <laughs> turns into, into <laughs> its, its own jelly. Well,
0: it's not... It's, 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 we're all sort of... Like, round the there about section because the, the sludge versions. is a major problem because the sludge is still like just going to get sucked into stuff and like yeah. and it is now jellyfish tentacles when you chop them up can still sting mm. but now when they're chopped oh. up they're small enough to go through all the jellyfish oh. swimmer nets and everything like that <laughs> oh. um, all that stuff is going to fall to the bottom of the ocean and just smother everything that's there yeah. But the major problem that is Brendan's kind of almost hinting at is that uh, when you cut jellyfish open, they release all their eggs and sperm at once. Uh-huh. Oh, no! And the cells all fertilise one another, and then huh? you just suddenly have 72,000 jellyfish. <laughs> it's like the Hydra! Previously, so, um, this was pointed out to the, uh, the people that were making Jurassic all the jellyfish researchers went, hey, maybe don't do that. And they said, uh, they talked to them again in 2016, and uh, they said, oh, yeah, we've rethought the shredder, Uh, Project lead Professor Haiyan Meng said uh, A new version of Geros at that time Scooped jellyfish out of the water And into a storage container uh, That holds 420 animals Of jellyfish And uh, they were asked, okay, so what do you do with the the Creatures once you've caught them And you brought them back to land And we were like, we don't know (laughs) We don't know They're just having a little ride Um, I saw a paper recently that proposed using jellyfish as fertiliser in rice farming, he said uh, it sounds good, uh, he said. And then the, the, at that point, the project disappears from the record. They never came up for a use for their uh, captured jellyfish. So, yeah, so I think said we've, got a, we've got a picture here of the, the moon jellyfish. Oh, the, this is the problem in um, South Korea. The, sw- the, the level of swarm, Rosie, I think there's a pic of this. Next one here. Yeah, this is like... This is oh, what, my. The kind of thing that Juros is designed to... Uh, uh, deal with it. does anybody know about the immortal jellyfish? It's a jellyfish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't died.
0: Uh hasn't no, I've got a picture of the immortal jellyfish. Uh, bring bring us up, Rosie. There, there he is. Oh. The He's about four point five millimeters across. The immortal jellyfish.
3: The only way to kill it is to decapitate it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well it can it can be killed. Um, but if we're talking about the jellyfish swarm, can anybody think maybe why this particular jellyfish is becoming a problem, the immortal jellyfish?
6: Well, because if it keeps having babies and they all live forever, then everything's just going to only be jellyfish. Mm.
0: <laughs> That's pretty, Kathleen, give Kathleen a round of applause, hey. Thank you, She's pretty much on it. So, the immortal jellyfish has an uh, amazing ability, uh, whereby in response to physical damage or starvation, it takes, <laughs> it goes backwards in its development process. Transforming back into like a polyp, which is like kind of the baby form of a jellyfish, mm. and then the born again polyp colony eventually buds and releases jellyfish that are genetically identical to the, so it the clones adult. Itself. So it just turns back. It goes. It goes. I grow older. I grow older. Now I grow younger and younger and younger. And now I grow older and older and older again. And it doesn't die. <laughs> oh. Um, it, it's not quite that because, like, it's more of a, like, it spawns different things off. But people have only recently noticed the uh, mortal jellyfish is spreading throughout the entire world. Mm. Uh, it comes from the, the Mediterranean, and uh, it hitches rides on boats and uh, basically just goes around. Unless something eats it, it doesn't die. Um, it can be, it can die.
4: Can, can I ask you a question, though? Yeah. It doesn't sound like it reproduces with, like sperm needs like the other jellyfish could we just shred these ones we, probably,
0: we possibly could shred them except that they're so small that we, we might struggle to, to get them um, there's an amazing um, story about this uh, New York Times magazine about the, the, the one man <clears throat> who's been able to culture in the lab who's this guy from Japan and he writes songs uh, about the immortal jellyfish <laughs> he's, got, he's got an immortal jellyfish hat and he tries to spread the word songs with lyrics like um, I can live my life over again but since people only live once, please live without any regrets. Oh, oh, oh which is a beautiful message. That is. Nice. That is. Um, so uh, yeah, so that's that's going to take us into the next round. But first, hey Jeffrey, what are the scores like at this stage? I've
2: added up the scores, but before I reveal the scores, Ben, okay. Captain, I I want to reveal what oh, the man. contestants are playing for tonight. <laughs> it is my plan. <laughs> Now, those in the studio audience can see it's a very fine piece of wood. And the winners will be able to take this home and make their enemies walk it at <laughs> their leisure. Wow. Yes. Car, There'll be more about my plank later on. Okay. <laughs> That's called foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> the scores! <laughs> the Great Pacific Garbage Patch Kids. <laughs> have points adding up to 15. Oh. Mm-hmm. Aye. But the white whales are ahead by not a league but, but a hair, with 17. Get the white whales wow. around a little more. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so gonna go
1: to, Uh So we're going to do
0: the first of our homework rounds tonight. Now I've asked the teams to uh, do some homework and you're ready for us A Tale of the Sea. They can tell us some of their own uh, experience of the ocean. So uh, Brendan. I would like you to kick us off with your own tale of the sea. Why don't you tell us a, spill us a yarn.
3: You've all heard of the old man in the sea. Tonight I present you the tale of the little boy in the pool. (laughs) Since time immemorial, there's been a struggle twixt human and water. And usually water ends up on top. Speaking for myself, a humble soldier in this endless conflict. I've always considered myself a creative problem solver. There I was, six years old, living in Whanganui. And it would be fair to say that um, my ambition often outreached my grasp. And I was saved from disaster only by my lack of follow through. For example, my plan to make cardboard wings and then jump off the cliff behind our house, um, I think I was only saved from disaster because it was too hard to get all the sellotape (laughs) around it. Um, Likewise, my plan to tunnel through the earth uh, to Spain, um, I think I was saved from being melted by the earth's core only by my tiredness and my desire to go in and watch cartoons. But it was when I was at the Splash Center, Wanganui's premium indoor swimming pool, that I had my greatest idea of all. There I was, and I saw My little brother had um, those um, uh, water wings, floaties. What? Yes. 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 Floaties. Floaties. Mm -hmm. Floaties. Right, and that's when it struck me. If I took those floaties and put them on my feet, (laughs) (laughs) I would be able to walk on water as if on land. And the beautiful, beautiful thing about it was It was a plan that I could act on straight away I always, as, I, as I screwed these uh, floaties onto my feet I envisioned a world where, where bridges were no longer necessary <laughs> Where boats were a thing of the past Where the humble pedestrian could take themselves Wherever they wanted in the world Merely by means of a floatie And there I was I stepped out from the side of the pool with these floaties on my feet onto the pool and like Jesus walking across
1: (laughs) the sea
3: of Galilee. I walked out across the pool and yes, Jesus was there and I saw a bright light. Because, in fact, I was starting to lose consciousness. Because, of course, what happens when you step onto water with floaties on your feet is you immediately just flip upside down. Like, because of the floaties on your feet, you can't actually get yourself back up again because the, your feet are always being forced up by, ahead of you. So, uh, the lesson from that is, um, I don't know. Don't mess with water.
0: Thank you. Great advice, everybody. How many points are we oh. giving for that? You can definitely have some points for that. Oh, let's give him some. Um, all right. I'm glad you're still with us Thank as you. well. Uh, so the next round, we talked about the, the abilities of the immortal jellyfish. Um, this next round is called How I Wish That I Was That Fish. And um, uh, it's all about uh, creatures of the sea with some amazing abilities similar to uh, the immortal jellyfish. I'm going to tell uh, the teams some abilities of sea creatures. And I would like uh, anyone just when they feel the need to tell us what they would do if they possessed that power for themselves mm-hmm. in some kind of uh, superhero-like way. Mm.
2: So, Are any of those powers the ability to breathe underwater? Yes, I mean I think we <laughs> can assume that fish, most fish can do that. Alright, yeah. that's a blanket rule then. Yeah, okay.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> so we'll start off with uh, the Sekugossan sea slug. Mm. We've got a picture of him here. Uh, as you can see The Ezekiel sea slug can decapitate itself. It jettisons everything but its head, (laughs) including its major body organs, and grows an entire new body from the head down, uh, while while the leftover body sort of withers away. So, what would you do with this power to self-decapitate? International travel. Yes. I mean,
3: just just (laughs) pop pop your head in the overhead compartment, (laughs) leave the, the weighty body behind, and when you arrive at your destination, just grow a new one.
0: Very good.
6: I could mm. carry you in my carry-on. That'd, no. that'd be perfect. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah. Um, I thought, well maybe some kind of decoy body as well. Like if you mm. had to like.
6: Yeah, one, one. I I would one hundred percent just commit a lot of crimes, mm. and then and then cut my head off, <laughs> and then grow a new body and heavily tattoo that body.
0: Oh, awesome. well, maybe We're I should like... do it the other way around. <laughs> yeah.
6: I'll do it the other way around. I'll keep on a tattoo my body, commit a bunch of crimes, cut off my head, and then grow out... And then they um... find the body,
0: and they're like, look
5: at these identifying markers.
6: I'm like, oh, oh it can't be Kathleen. It seems like
5: it just makes a lot of, like, corporeally dangerous hobbies more accessible.
1: Because,
5: like, you know, you can, you can do things where you might, like, break... Your limbs or your spine, or like you could, you could, like, I don't know, a fight. have a sword fight with someone as long as your head's fine. Yeah, it's yes. like, is it it's like the inverse of Highlander? It is, that's
1: exactly what this is. <laughs> okay, good, lots of points there. Ooh. Dolphins, love them.
0: Dolphins have that. isn't this so much better than that picture of the shark? Yes, <laughs> yeah. dolphins have the ability to turn off half their brain.
1: I already s- have that ability to sleep <laughs>
0: uh, while the other staff stays alert for predators. And uh, so one half of their brain is asleep and the other half is still swimming around, basically.
6: I'm doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would teach my classes like that. You'd,
0: yeah, okay. So just get some rest and whilst performing your job. Okay. I was going to
5: say, this is basically just like depression,
0: right? <laughs> 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 oh, it's too real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, then the shore became uh, dark.
1: Uh, close,
5: eh, yeah. guys? Close. <laughs> uh,
0: the black swallow. Is the black swallow? What does it do? The black black swallow can eat fish larger than itself. Uh, with its greatly disensible <laughs> stomach it's capable of swallowing prey over twice its length and ten times its mass.
5: So uh, is the ability specifically to eat fish larger than no, itself? No, it
0: can eat anything larger. It can uh-huh. eat things
5: larger Again, than itself.
6: Again, an ability I already yeah. have. Well, you
5: see, this, this is like... <laughs> and this, this you know, would is something that you could also do if you could remove your head and grow a new body because, you know, if you <laughs> ate something larger than body? yourself and just wreck <laughs> your existing body, you can just... Well, the reason we know the black swallow
0: exists is because sometimes it eats things so large uh, that they cannot be digested before decomposition sets in. Mm. And the resulting release of gases forces the whole fish to the surface, where it floats to the... Where does the gas go? Well, it just... It's in the stomach. It It blows up like a balloon, and it just floats up to the... Has this
6: one, like, eaten a dime for scale or something? Well,
0: yeah. No, that's not... It's it's a bit bigger than that. It's, It's about this big. Okay
5: like this, this also plays into Brendan's international travel thing because you could, you know, get away with not...
3: Some, I could eat you.
5: Yeah, and then... And then yeah.
3: <laughs> and then pay for one ticket. I mean,
5: I was just thinking about, like, oh. lug, like excess oh, luggage fees, but oh, yeah. sure.
3: Is there anything
0: larger than yourself that you would like to eat?
3: You say that like... You know that like, there's an obvious answer to you, Ben. What, what do you oh, want? No, no, to eat? I'm just
0: wondering. I'm just wondering. I mean, try, you I mean like you should set by example. You could try. You could try eating. I mean, you're not a big meat eater, like, but you could try eating an entire cow or something like that, <laughs> get, like one can, one go. Could.
5: Yeah. It could be like those world record pizzas and cakes and oh, things. Yeah. Like, you're like, I can eat
2: that. Okay. You could put an all-you-can-eat buffet out of business. Yes. Sequoia 88, I'm coming for you. Comes for Sequoia
0: Radio. <laughs> uh, the cuttlefish. The oh, this is a cute one too. Look at them. No. Oh. What oh, are the cuttlefish? Cuttlefish are referred to as the chameleons of the sea due to their colour changing abilities. Uh, they can colour change to match the environment even though they're completely colour blind. They yeah. can even somehow do it in utter darkness and nobody knows how they do that. Or but why?
3: Yeah, <laughs> or why?
0: Yeah, it's pretty dark already. So if you could
5: camouflage yourself, if you could match the background of your environment what would you do with that power? Yeah, I feel like I blend into the environment anyway.
6: Like, essentially, it's like the power of invisibility, mm. right?
1: Yeah. This yeah. Is,
5: it's pretty similar.
6: This is going to get yeah. creepy real quick. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or maybe working
0: in a paint shop. Right. I, Ooh, it, I could uh, demonstrate
3: uh, the difference <laughs> watch this.
0: yeah. Okay.
3: Okay. Like, okay. Well how would, you, how would you like this tone? Imagine I mean, you like like your bathroom. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> if people were going into the paint shop to... Find out what the paint looked like on bodies, then it would be great.
3: Okay, a body paint shop. Mm. Oh, paint now
5: you've ah. you
3: know, <laughs> like got yeah. uh, like,
0: Which, as exists on every corner, yeah. just going down to the body paint shop. Um, the hagfish. Here's the hagfish. I'm sorry, we're back to oh, not so. Uh, not so. Uh, there is the hagfish. Uh, the hagfish can secrete slime, which, once it hits water, becomes a transparent, sicky substance. Uh, hagfish will release less than a teaspoon of gunk from its glands, and uh, that amount will expand. 10,000 times within a few seconds. This is this is a picture I have to show you next. This is a uh, hagfish, a delicacy. Uh Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, so the, the this uh, there was a truck transporting them in Oregon and the, it crashed and this is what happened to this car. This is what hagfish slime does. Wow. So basically you can release like buckets of slime instantaneously from your body. Is there any Is Get there a any... job
6: on what now? Be the
3: yeah. Or... All
0: yeah. right. <laughs> What now? Any other possible uses?
5: I feel like there's a there's some sort of pornographic application oh, for man. this. So?
0: Oh,
6: <laughs> now I see.
0: You paid good money. I can't think of a lot That's of uses for me. slime, body slime. Go figure. I guess well, you could
3: like run a water slide. Wow. Yeah. Hey I, kids, hey kids, slide so. down
0: my body slime. Yeah.
5: That'll be um, popular. Could uh, make a killing like selling it as like personal lubricant. <laughs>
3: Mm. Very personal. Really. It's very personal.
5: <laughs> Extremely personal. But hey, look, there's a market for it. I feel
0: like look. I bought this. I feel like heck I bought this. Fish I, bought this. Jelly. <laughs> I bought this on myself with the hackfish. I mean, did, did you p-
4: say it expands 10,000 10, times? <laughs> 10,000
5: times within my
0: bush.
4: like. Does it harden? Does it? What, what state what does it remain, remain slimy? in? Slimy. Slimy. Oh, slimy. Oh, it still doesn't seem very useful. Very so how does
5: it something. does it come out like in? Like, it's got it's got grains. How Is it like super well, dense when it comes out and then? No, it
1: comes...
0: it's one of the lightest materials. So how does it?
1: How does it... It, it? must yellow. be like you is know that magic? sound fine. No, is it magic?
0: Don't, man? don't question the ocean. If you really want to yeah, get into the physics of hagfish slime, you can look it up. That's all right. Don't question
3: the ocean. Yeah,
0: the pistol shrimp. Is the Pistol Shrimp. Aye. The Pistol Shrimp's got one big claw that he opens up and upon closing the claw with incredible force, plunger plunge-like piece shoots the water out to create a cavitation bubble that generates acoustic pressures of up to 80 kilopascals and a 210 decibels loud, louder than an actual gunshot, and briefly reach a temperature of 4,800 degrees Celsius, which is something close to the surface of the sun. And it goes pew and it just blasts a fish out of the water and just then just eats it.
3: <laughs> Pistol shrimp. Pistol shrimp. Can't they also see um, like spectrums? That's of the, that's pe- the we- meta shrimp. Oh, right. A whole different shrimp. Uh, right. so, I got
0: my shrimp confused. But if they ever got together, they'd be unstoppable. So like, it's, imagine you've basically got a gun on the end of your arm. That's what guess right. So using are you guns saying guns. what would you do
5: if you had a gun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, Let's let's talk about it.
5: Let's 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 break it down. Okay, now we can all we about the range.
3: but you can only shoot people while you're underwater. Well, you can only do it underwater. <laughs> <I> only works <laughs> underwater.
5: Uh, the what's, the, what's the range on this? Uh...
3: It's very small. Do you
4: yeah. have to uh, eat them after you've
3: done it? Well, Is well, it you like can just, the customer of the sea again? You, you, like, can the you can only see. shoot them if
4: you're going to eat them. I Oh yeah,
1: customer of the sea. will play rock paper scissors.
3: Bang! The sea cucumber. He can eject his guts
0: <laughs> at predators and regrow them later.
1: Wow!
0: Uh, but possibly more interestingly, uh, he can unhook the bonds keeping his cells together and let themselves flow into or out of awkward spaces. So, like, to kind of liquefies and goes, and then reconnects itself and becomes solid again. Um, so, yeah, you can turn you can turn yourself liquid. Like a uh, T1000. Yeah.
5: Hey.
6: I would straight uh, out just become a supervillain. I
5: would 100% kill Junk Honor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Hunting down it's um, they do it sometimes and then they
5: never get it back and they just kind of liquefy them. Wait, to, to <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. So you're saying, if you had this ability. Oh yeah, and sometimes they can't reconstitute sometimes themselves. Yeah, sometimes that's a big that's a big asterisk. Yeah. Like,
0: so you don't you don't do it like under like, you know, you've got to save it for the bigger You Don't do it
5: recreationally.
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I don't want to do it
3: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go cut my head off. <laughs> All
0: right, and last one here, uh, the <laughs> the teddy bear crab. Oh, oh my god! Oh. Here's the teddy bear crab. Uh, as you can see here in this picture, he picks up t- uh, two sea enemies, one in each claw, and uses them as weapons. Yeah! Wow. Yeah! yeah.
1: Come the
0: claws. <laughs> got the enemies. So they can work out which which are the pointy ends or like the stingy ends. And they come out and like this, and they go,
3: Ooh, and they just like ha ha ha, ha. Um, So imagine that you've got like a. I can already pick up seeing enemies.
1: <laughs> I, I gotta
4: say. And you can work out which ends the point yeah you, yeah, you
3: can, can go Just at least through the process of
0: elimination. <laughs> so we're saying we pretty much all possess the ability of the TV crab
1: already. Wait, well, I why aren't you so. do, doing more with, <laughs> <laughs> more with it?
3: Why aren't you doing
1: more with it? I'm
3: seldom called upon to do battle with a sea an enemy as weapons. But can you think of
0: people that you would like to just thrust a sea an enemy into the face of? I
3: guess if you're challenged to a duel and they say, you may choose your weapons. <laughs> and then they, then they foolishly open their case full of two dueling pistols and you say, no, no, no. <laughs> and you just thrust your hands into the water and come out with these. That would be a, that would be a power yeah.
0: move. It would be a power move. Okay. Lots of points there. There were. Hi. Uh, thank you for that, uh, team. What, what are the scores looking like at this point? Well, before I give
2: you an update on the scores, I'd like to tell you more about my plank. Now, I'd like to point out it is actually not a solid piece of wood. It's more made out of particle board. Okay. A very specific type of particle board, yep. known for its use widespread in the building community. Have you guessed what sort of... Is a jib. It is indeed, yes. and yes. I sawed it myself in order to make the plank. Do you appreciate the fine work that went into that?
0: Oh yes, I do.
2: So what would you say? I like, you think I like the
0: fine. <laughs> I like. I like the cut of your gym, Jim. Thank you. I like the cut of your gym.
2: Aye. Oh, it sustains me. Oh, that was that was a long, a long walk. Long walk off a short pier. <laughs> Tell us the <laughs> First, my chef. Aye! Currently, the White Whales are on 28 points <laughs> and the Great Pacific Garbage Patch Kids are on 32! Oh, give them a round of applause to oh, oh, a tear-round.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. Okay, we'll go to another homework round now. Uh, Kathleen, Hello. tell us your tale of the sea.
6: Oh, yeah. I was just going to talk a little bit about, like, my relationship with the death in the sea. But after all of this really bleak, <laughs> dark shit, I'm like, oh, right. Um, like, the, so I, I love the sea. Um, and it has tried to kill me so many times. Um, uh, like, I, I have a big relationship with it. Right now, my folks, are, are they are sea adventurers. They're on a boat right now in, in the middle of the ocean. Their engine's just cut out, and they've had to turn back to Panama. It's, like, real fucking deal shit and um, and like, yeah, the sea's always trying to kill me and like, I said that to my dad and my dad just goes to me look, the sea isn't trying to kill you it just doesn't care if you die <laughs> and and that really is the deal of the sea um, like, yeah, I, um, I nearly drowned when I was a kid and had aquaphobia until I was about 10 years old I, um, oh god, a seal nearly uh, attacked me Three weeks ago, and it was like the third time a seal's gone for me. Um, like they're just always trying to kill me. Um, but but I, I I love it so much, and um, and I just thought I would share with you like the the bleakest fact that I know about um, this the sea voyage that my parents are on. You know, just the two of them on a little yacht all around the seas. And this is like, they they tell me all the time about how they get ready for it and all the things they've got to have. And they tell me about how they've got a really big, uh, like meters and meters and meters, big thing of industrial strength glad wrap. And I'm like, what's that for? And it's in case one of us dies. If one of them dies, they have to wrap them up (laughs) in the glad wrap so that when they get back to shore, you're not liquid. Like, well, you will be like liquid, but number. you will be contained liquid. Oh.
1: Um, right. Yeah.
6: So that's just a bit about my relationship with <laughs> how much I love the sea and how close to death it makes me feel.
0: Kathleen Burns, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> how many points did they get for that? Well, I leave it in your cable. Hands. All right. Uh, we turn now to a round which is called Unidentified Seamen. Um, It's a CSI theme round No, it's uh, in this round uh, Jeff, who I have empowered Will be taking on the role Of uh, famous uh, Sea related figures (laughs) And provide clues about their life And uh, guys, I would like you to Guess when you think uh, You know who the person is That Jeff has assumed the role of Mm. Do you
2: want me to do this method acting style Or maintain the wacky accent
0: (laughs) Method yeah, I think a method. Jeff. Method. Okay. All right. All right. So,
2: when you when you think you know what uh, the answer is, <coughs> then feel free to have a guess. Clue the first. <laughs> I have lent my name to a number. <laughs> Clue number two. At the age of fourteen, I took part in an expedition to the Arctic, during which I defended a small boat from a walrus attack. Clue the third. I experienced seasickness my entire life. Clue number four. I lived together with my lover and my lover's husband. Yes, a little ooh from the polyamorous out there. <laughs> Clue the fifth. Fucking hell. My full titles include <laughs> Viscount and Baron of the Nile and of Burnham Thorpe in the country, County of Norfolk, Knight of the Most Honourable Order of the Bath, Vice-Admiral of the White Squadron of the Fleet. Yes, brilliant. Give him yes. a round of applause. Mm. Oh. We there were so many more titles, but I won't read them <laughs> all. Yes,
0: uh, Nelson. Uh, Nelson's number. Uh, <laughs> Nelson's number, especially in cricket, is 111, because he had uh, one eye, one arm, and one asshole. Ah! Uh, one of
1: those. Yeah, and there's a whole
0: weird thing, like, he had a really weird relationship uh, with his lover, and they, the lover's husband and they all uh, lived together. At one point, the Prince of Wales became obsessed with his mistress, and there is a letter uh, on record to Nelson, from his mistress's husband, to Nelson, saying, don't worry, she's
2: being totally faithful.
0: Mm, uh, to you, which is...
2: I'll give us another one, Jim. Clue the first. I wanted to be a pilot, but I had to give that up when I was severely injured in a car crash. Pirate or pilot? Pilot. Pilot. Clue Uh, second.
5: Aircraft pilot or Pontius pilot?
2: (laughs) Pilot. Clue two. I once helped to convince Fidel Castro he should release 70 political prisoners. (laughs) I can't say anything, sir. an added level of difficulty. Clue the third. Beer paid for my ship. Ship, not sheep. <laughs> However, clue number four. I have as many Oscars as Meryl Streep. Oh, Jakusto. Um, oh, Jakusto, uh,
0: Brynna, give him a round of applause. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Guinness, the Guinness, uh, millionaire, Thomas Guinness, paid for Jack Cousteau's ship, which is why he a mm. cheap ship. Give us another couple,
2: Jim. All right. <laughs> Clue one. My first command was of the ship Caraburjan. Clue two. The Stockholm subway station in Brussels has a huge mural on which I feature. <laughs> <laughs> Clue three. I loved a whiskey that began to be made twenty-four years after I was born.
1: <laughs>
2: Clue four. My name was inspired when my creator, who was considering names for his new character, asked what his wife asked his wife what she had cooked for dinner, and she told him a sad English fish. It's Captain <laughs> Haddock.
0: Captain Haddock. Hi. Yeah.
2: Give him round of applause.
0: Yes. Yeah, well done. Uh, we might do. We might do
2: one more. One more. Uh, Dracula. <clears throat> <coughs> clue number one. The Queen. No. <laughs> I was the eldest of twelve brothers.
6: James clue... Cook.
2: No. <laughs> clue two. A cannonball once passed between my legs.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> clue three. My enemies said I was in league with the devil and had a magic mirror that allowed me to see the location of all Front the ships drag. in the sea.
0: Francis Drake, well,
1: that's right.
0: <laughs> Very good. I'm trying to maybe break the deadline. Let's, Let's do this one. I'll do it. Hold on, I need to keep track of Oh, you said scores. the scores. Yes, do the scores. What is the exit for this one? Oh, you said... I don't, don't, want, don't want to be offensive. offensive. Don't be offensive. Okay, <laughs> okay. all right. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Here we go That's a kind More of offensive. clue
6: <laughs>
2: Clue number one I spent my youth touring Europe and spoke English, German and French Clue number two I was a scientific visionary Clue number three The oceanic pole of inaccessibility is named after me Clue number four and this will explain the accent I have been played by both Patrick Stewart and Michael Caine. <laughs> Chapter five. Uh, is that uh, Captain Ahab?
1: Yeah, no. no.
6: Oh. Captain Picard. No. no.
2: <laughs> I was a fictional submarine captain out for revenge. Captain Nemo.
0: Captain me Yes.
1: Oh, Andrew, well done.
0: Huzzah. Well done.
2: Huzzah indeed.
0: Uh, and you can have a bonus point. Anyone that can tell me what we do uh, with the Oceanic Pole of Inaccessibility.
5: Don't go there.
0: We don't go there. It's very hard to go to. It's uh, two thousand seven hundred kilometers from anywhere. We crash spaceships into it. That's right. Yes, oh. yes. It's also in a spaceship graveyard. Two hundred sixty-three spaceships. We've just <laughs> smashed into the ocean. Uh, mm. We're that. gonna stop doing this. Yeah, actually. we should probably stop doing that. Okay, good round. Good round. Indeed. Uh, you want to give us a quick
2: score update, Jeff? Hey, currently, the Garbage Patch Kids are on thirty-four. The White Whales are on 36! Oh, Ooh. White Whales have climbed oh. back in the wow. room! Wow, that's us! I, I
0: don't dare. know,
6: we don't deserve it, we don't deserve
0: um, yeah, okay. We'll turn now to another tale from the sea. Laura, tell us the tale from the sea.
4: Alright, I, I will. Um, I used to be a travel writer for, for this glossy magazine, and so I, I wrote a bunch of tales about the sea, but I thought I would share a little extract from one um, which actually contains a tale I was not allowed to tell, so I will fill you in on that part as well. Uh, So there's a little extract here that says it's talking about um, lagoon tours in Bora Bora, which is in the Pacific. Um, And they offer tours on which you can feed the rays. These lovable Labradors of the sea are completely non-threatening and allow a unique sea life experience. My next sentence is, afterwards, head out to an island for a picnic. But there's actually a bit that goes between those two sentences. Um, And this is a magazine which, when I wrote a story about Samoa and mentioned bats, uh, the the copy editor changed it to flying foxes because bats were too scary. So I wasn't allowed to talk about bats. Um, And and (laughs) and this is maybe a good time to mention that I have a little phobia of sharks also, Andrew. I sympathised when I was seven. My parents were watching Jaws downstairs. I came down and stood in the doorway behind them and watched the whole thing and then couldn't have baths for quite a while (laughs) after that. Um, And then when I was a teenager, my stepmother showed me a film called Open Water. Oh oh, no! Two, sorry about this Andrew. um, Two divers go out, they miscount the air tanks and when they return to shore, when the boat that took them out returns to shore, it leaves them behind. Uh, And they bob out there um, until, uh, well they basically resign themselves to their fates and are eaten. Um, I have a real love-hate of sharks, I'm really fascinated by them now, so I'd actually choose to watch a lot of shark films, including yours, um, which a number of you were in, so yay. Uh, But I get so frightened that I I kind of physically move away from them, and I've nearly broken my partner's jaw by slamming my knee into his face in my my haste to get away from him. So the central bit that I wasn't allowed to write about, and possibly because I was hysterical at that point. after the rays, they take you out beyond the reef and to shark-infested water, um, and I'm petrified and but kind of kind of want to see it, kind of don't, and in a really terrified. And uh, the guide pushed me in, so oh, <laughs> in. that was the bit I couldn't write about.
3: <laughs> just just like shoved you into mm-hmm. the with the rays, no, with the sharks. I
4: did, I did. I was doing some research about it this afternoon. So the sharks were um, these small sharks called black-tipped reef sharks. They grow to about a metre and a half, so they're not they're not massive. Um, but but a child did have their hand bitten off by one in two thousand and fifteen, <laughs> trying to feed them. But, um,
2: and they did th- technically <laughs> succeed.
4: Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when I really panicked was when I looked below them and there were these kind of three metre sharks circling underneath. That was um, mm.
3: presumably you just detached your head <laughs> and lifted one body behind. I Pistol shot them
4: with something. But Laura,
0: everybody, wow that. Oh, yes. uh, White Wells, I'm handing you a piece of paper for that old nursery favourite, Bad Fear Elf. And Bad Your Elf, no, yeah. uh, bad for your elf uh, I've given the uh, team a list of very real sea creatures, names of sea creatures. Uh, they will read from the list and Brendan and Laura will have to determine if the uh, the name of the creature that they have said is a real creature or something they've just made up uh, <laughs> for the purpose. So uh, I think we can do this with psychology. What we're talking about uh, it's, it's, it's a name of unusually named unusually named fish uh, or creatures of the sea. Uh, so take it away guys. Uh, go for it.
6: Okay a sarcastic fringe head.
3: That was actually what I what they used to call me in high school. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> So not
4: a fish then? So not a fish. Unless I, you're was, a fish I was not a fish at that no, time. No, okay, alright. Well five years in the ocean and you will be. So What
0: okay, do you think okay. guys is a fake. It's fake. fake? it's fake?
4: It's real It's real. We
0: well, gotta pick. here's the sarcastic French head. That's what he looks like. And then he opens his mouth. Uh, and he looks like uh, no. uh, there we go.
1: Oh!
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah when I said it was when I said it was fake oh. I, was, I was being sarcastic <laughs> like, yeah. like a yeah. Guillermo del Toro film again
5: okay, so that's a point for While there um, I... the flamboyant cuttlefish
4: oh that's what they used to call me in high
3: school <laughs> <laughs> Um, what the cut, what, what what did the cuttlefish do? It turned off half its brain. No, that was the dog. No, brain. it was invisible. It's invisible. Colour- oh it's edged. invisible. It it it's so
4: colourful, flamboyant.
3: Flamboyant. Mm. That makes that makes perfect sense, makes sense, doesn't it? Real.
0: It is
6: real. It yeah. is real! There he is, the flamboyant cuttlefish. Oh he looks like an orchid. Oh, it's pretty flamboyant. Dandy. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Um, a horny carpet walker. See, that's what they called urine. <laughs> 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 nah, that was horny carpet matcha.
3: <laughs> <laughs> See I think they've done two real ones, so they're gonna be thinking we need to put a fake one in here. No, they'll
4: be thinking we think it's fake.
3: So you it's think they've they've think double
1: buffed
6: up? I, f- okay. I think it's real. Okay. It's fake, I made it up.
0: Hey. Totally fake. There's no horny carpet walker. There probably is somewhere <laughs> that we haven't found yet. Because <laughs> we haven't found Because there's no carpet right. yet. Mm. So.
5: Uh yep. Have, keep yeah, going. Uh, the corpulent ghoulfish.
3: Who are we going to say that was in high school?
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's my job, That's <laughs> how I...
3: That's my direction. I'm. Um, corpulent ghoulfish. I love it. I mean, I love it. Um, I don't know
4: that I do. No, I'm just trying to imagine it. Um, I think it's real.
3: I think
0: it's real. It's not real. <laughs> it's, it's, not real. real. it's not real. I well, not real. was hoping
4: a picture would pop up. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, no.
0: Nobody wants to see it's corpulent. I made it a picture. <laughs> well, we never <laughs> Uh, do say two more, guys.
6: Mm-hmm. Okay. A lump sucker. Uh, 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 uh. I don't know anymore.
3: <laughs> yep, real. It's real. <clears throat>
6: oh, well, I will have you know that you are correct. It's Yay. real! There he is! There Stop. he lump
0: is! Sucker. A, lump sucker. a lump <laughs> sucker! Don't we get
6: a, a
4: picture way. of the lumps as well? No,
0: you don't want to see that. <laughs> 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 like, trust me, you do not. Uh, yeah, do, do one more, guys.
5: The... Dumb gulper shark.
3: That's too rude. You know, they'd be complaining.
4: I mean, are they all? Are all sea sharks all? Do they make noises? Are they all dumb?
5: Someone hasn't seen Jaws: The Revenge. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, I just watched the first one. Jaws: The Revenge.
3: Do, does it talk? Do a bit?
4: Does it? a monologue? It goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do they have vocal cords, sharks? Do they? Do they? Be, I don't know. They be, 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 be.
3: Do they? I think it's no. fake. No! I think it's fake.
4: I think it's fake too.
0: It's real. Hey! I don't have a picture of the dumb goblin shark. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's no, no
1: well,
4: I would like to it's know real. what makes it more dumb
0: than other sharks. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I don't know. Uh, well, pretty good, White Wiles. I think you've written a lot of them there. Uh, that brings us to the end of Bad Fear Off. Uh, Aye. Jeff, uh, give us a score update as we uh, head into the final uh We're about round. to go to the final round. Not
2: quite, but almost. Would you like an update on my plank? Oh, my God. My God. I've made many, <laughs> many of them. Update. Uh, In fact, <laughs> I have a thousand pounds of them. A thousand now, pounds. Aye. Oh a plankton. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is all I have, Ben. Okay.
3: <laughs> After
2: this, I go to my lighthouse and stare out at the ocean. I wonder, is today the day I just dive in and never <laughs> come back? Oh my God. What are the scores? <laughs> what are the scores? The scores
0: be tied, Ben. <laughs> tied. Forty all. Forty all. Aye. I... Oh my God, that's exciting because we only have one more round of who to go, which is Andrew Todd. Tell us your tale of the sea. Sure. Yeah. <sighs>
5: It was a party, they said A party We were going to go out and frolic by the sea Yes, all of us All twenty or so of us Many of whom are on this panel right here (laughs) (sighs) Yes, we went out to the island The island in the bay The island where they used to keep all the lepers Oh, (laughs) Yes, you do. Not as well as I do. (laughs) They had some sort of... some sort of oceanic vehicle that they were pulling around an inflatable raft Uh as if it was some kind of entertaining jape. Well, I, of course, was terrified of the sea. Notoriously so. So terrified that I made a film sort of about that. (laughs) Uh, But I thought... Everyone seems to be having a good time. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps I'll have a go. Perhaps I'll have a go as well. So I jumped on the inflatable donut and I went into the sea for the first time in God knows how long. And around I went and for the, for the first little while it was indeed quite enjoyable until we went around a particularly dangerous curve. I'll never forgive that fucker, Jared Skelton, for driving <laughs> the way that he did. But, that was when I fell in. I could feel the ocean dragging me down. I had a life jacket on, so technically I couldn't really be dragged down, but I could feel the ocean dragging me down into the Stygian depths below. God knows what was waiting for me in the hellish dark beneath my body. I could feel panic setting in. All of my fears were being proven correct. The sea was out to get me. It is out to get you. That was when I felt the the manly muscular arm of Ben Allen around my body, (laughs) hoisting me out of the sea. (sighs) Only partially out of the sea. (laughs) I was all, I was sinking to the bottom and he rescued me and brought me back to shore and that was when the asthma took hold. (laughs) And I was, I this was, I was near death, and the only thing that could save me was a modern medical miracle and Jeff Clark's asthma inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> and I I, it. I hope that's not the same one. This was, like,
2: <laughs> ten years ago, prescription and probably, has changed, but it, I always have one with me.
5: Uh, and ever since then, I've. <laughs> I don't think I've actually stepped set foot in the sea.
1: <laughs>
2: Andrew, John, <laughs> everybody. Yay. What a day it was. Well, I'm giving each of us a point as well, man, <laughs> yeah,
0: for saving it. him. Okay, we're at the final <laughs> round of the night now. Before we go to the uh, final debate round, Jeff, just give me an update on the scores uh, from uh, that. that uh, Andrew's probably scored some points there. Andrew so. scored five points. Yes. So they have a five One for each leg. limb. They have a, they
2: have a final <laughs> a final. And point my And, and
0: amazingly, <laughs> the debate round is worth six points. Six points? Six points. So How the fortuitous! The final round of the debate. Uh, the debate round, I would like both teams to debate uh, the following moot. That humanity should leave the sea well enough alone. Quite right. Uh <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we go. Uh Garbage Patch Kids, I would like you to argue uh for the fact, for the moot. So <laughs> we're arguing that you should, uh, you should leave it. Uh, you uh, should leave the sea alone. Okay. Andrew, Andrew, you will be arguing that we should get, be all over the sea. Get in there. Not not Alright, uh, <laughs> okay, so okay. um we'll we'll give we'll give each team a, a minute and a half or so. Uh so um garbage patch
3: kids, kick us off. Why should we leave the sea well enough alone? Uh, the ocean is a, it's a wonderful, it's a beautiful place. It's, uh, it's got untold wonders inside it.
4: Riches buried in its seabeds.
3: Yes, uh, the, the kinds of things that we are, tragically, as humans, you know, destroying. Mm.
4: Not valuing quite enough.
3: Yes, but we, we really, when it comes to the ocean, we need to think about our, our children. We need to think about the generations to come and what they want.
4: What is their inheritance? What are we leaving for them?
3: Exactly. We need to preserve the oceans. We need to leave the oceans alone to give future generations the chance to destroy the oceans for themselves. <laughs>
4: We've taken the land. We need to give them the sea. Yeah. What else can we really provide for them? Frankly,
3: we're not finished destroying the land yet,
4: and it's there's still bits to go. You've got to finish it's your dinner up. before
3: you can move on to dessert. Okay. Second
4: stomachs. That's what our kids are. Like Second stomachs. They will. They will. They need to, to have something to. Just sink their teeth in. It's like,
3: like them. any Provide them board of locusts. You have to you have to completely devour the thing that you're working on first, the land, <laughs> before you move on to the ocean. And so we firmly believe you should leave the ocean alone so that it can be destroyed at a later later time. on. Okay.
4: Think
1: of the children. <laughs> think of, cool. the children. think, Ooh. think Ooh. of
4: the children.
0: Think of the children. Think right. of the children. Uh uh statements. Why should we not leave the sea alone?
5: Well, you see, the affirmative team in their uh, running roughshod across the land like the hyper-capitalists that they are. <laughs> um, they claim that uh, that we need to leave the sea alone so that we don't destroy But the fact is that we have already done an enormous amount of damage to the sea. Uh, the amount, the uh, variety of life and the sheer just amount of life in the sea has plummeted. Um, and we pull, are alive. And we, so um, if we yeah. get
6: in the sea, we're putting more life in the sea.
5: <laughs> That's not exactly what I was going to
6: but, uh, but if you think about but it... But you are on my team, best. so
5: I do agree with you. Thank you. Um, uh, and, and frankly, uh, it, is, it is much as on the land. We need to fix the things that we fucked up. So we need to go in there. Uh, we can... We can show some fish, some some sexy movies, and get them in the mood to breed more. Uh, we can we'll just uh, chop
3: up a bunch of jellyfish. We'll just
5: chop up a bunch of jellyfish. We, you know, we I mean, it's to...
6: all over the internet. Like, like you know, those the little memes like saying "get in the sea." Yeah. It's like yeah. get in yeah. the sea. We are li- This is the zeitgeist, people. It's mm. time to get in the sea.
5: Yeah, it's time for uh, the 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 billionaires and the and the the industrialists like the affirmative team to get in the sea. <laughs>
0: Okay, okay. Uh, mm. Guys, give me about a minute to uh, rebut that uh,
3: over here. Yes, we are creating new life in the ocean. If you look at the like the, the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, there are like new forms of life that are being <laughs> created on that. Uh, microbes that, that live off plastic and things like that. So, there is yes, we are destroying a lot of things in the ocean, but we're making new things as well.
4: And we've just been hearing about your extreme reluctance to get in the sea Ooh. and put life in there, so... Ooh. I don't think you're going to follow through on that. Promise.
3: If I if I went through the list of people who have been told to get in the sea, I wouldn't want to be with those
4: people.
0: <laughs> uh, and neither would the negative exactly. team. or at least half of them. Okay, negative chain. I'll I'll give you two seconds <laughs> to respond to that.
5: I feel like this is this has devolved like, into into what? just personal
6: attacks. No, but look, fuck it. Let's go there. Yeah. You're saying like, what? Oh, like Andrew's not going to get in the sea childhood trauma and pick him up and throw him in the sea. Yep. Maybe I will Maybe. do that. Because that's what a friend would do. Yeah. And we we are a team of friends. Yeah,
5: Kathleen's just here to help me face my fears, forcibly.
6: Yes. Uh, it's called exposure therapy. You expose right. yourself to sea creatures. Yeah, and which is exactly what we're talking so about. Make them they body. So, so they, they
1: breed.
0: breed, so, they breed so then, that we
5: can re- is is repopulate the, the sea. movie
0: policy of like, exposing yourself to sea creatures? Well, the thing or, is, if no.
5: you expose yourself, you don't need the movie, okay, so it is big. Right. You know, okay. more cost-effective. It's the yeah. shape of water
2: all over again. All, all right. right. Yeah.
0: Okay, a final a final uh, statement, guys. Would you
3: like to sum up? Of course. Uh, <laughs> s- simply put, we should leave the ocean well. Enough. <laughs> alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay.
0: Yep, good. Uh, and, and, guys, your, your final statement?
5: We should leave the w- ocean well enough, alone, but only after we've gotten in there <laughs>
0: yes and fixed okay it <laughs> well two strong arguments there uh, <laughs> now i'm going to go to the audience to decide this so uh if you if you agree with uh, uh the, the uh, affirmative team that we should leave the ocean well enough alone applaud now and if you agree with negative team that we should get in the sea applaud now um, that was really inconclusive uh, <laughs> Okay, you've got you to pick one. Okay, affirmative team, oh, go. Click, one, now, click now, click now. It's then, Okay. And mm-hmm. the
6: team? Say. Okay,
0: yeah, I have to okay. give it to the affirmative team. Woo! Go Red Power! Hey, kids. Did, the okay, they get welcome. six points. Hey! A t-
2: oh, oh, to there's, a six there's a screw there. There's
3: a screw still in there. Yes, there is.
2: Be careful with the plank.
1: Don't put it in oh the God. TV. Okay,
3: well, can, can you just put it back there for safekeeping? All right, well, fine. We'll, we'll um, do it <laughs> spiritually. So,
1: the
0: winners of tonight's show, uh, the great uh, Garbage Patch, uh, Pacific Garbage Patch Kids, uh, give them a round of applause. Uh, thank you all for coming. Thank you to uh Lil and Drummond as well, always for having us. Uh we have some more new degrees planned for later in the year. Yes. We do, so <laughs> come along to those. Thanks to the teams, thanks to Jeff, thanks to Rosie up the box. Good night, everybody! <laughs>